0: is the title of this devotion. The lie is the very spirit of the devil. You see, Jesus said he is the father of lies. There is no truth in him. Deception is one of the great forces through the generations that again and again sticks up its ugly head and seeks to blind, even the eyes of those who are called of God and deceive them. Deception was right there in the Garden of Eden where Satan lied against Eve when God had said that if you would eat of the tree, you will surely die. And Satan said, you will surely not die. So he lied right there in the beginning. You read it in Genesis. And friends, we need to today be so on our mark And you will not be able to detect a lie unless you're convinced of the truth. You will not be able to detect it because it comes so insidious like with Adam and Eve. It comes deceptively to try to capture your heart and capture your affections. And we need to guard our affections of our heart because out of our heart flow the issues of life, it says in Proverbs 4, verse 23. And so here in Ephesians chapter 4, starting uh, reading just verse 25. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Lying can sometimes be a way within us that is rooted in insecurity. It's rooted in the fear of man. It's rooted sometimes in how we were brought up that our parents maybe weren't always wise in how they said things or so forth. And we all, as parents, can make our mistakes. But it's so important. I I actually, in raising... Our children never used the word, you lie, to my children. I would never, I never felt to say that to them. I always felt like when Joshua, our firstborn son, who's a grown-up man now, when he uh, went through a bit of a difficult time, and, and I know he was maybe not saying things as they were, I would say to him, son, don't worry, don't worry. I know you love me, and you would always tell me the truth, so I trust you. I trust you and thereby I was encourage him be truthful and just trust me I love you you don't have to be afraid I'm gonna hurt you often people learn the lie because they're too afraid and and but folks the Lord would have us live in the truth no matter what when Jesus stood before Pilate he said for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness of the truth And Pilate looked at him, you read this in John chapter 18, he says, what is truth? And walked off. You know, you can live today in such a confusing world that you don't know anymore what's truth. And especially with the new technologies that are coming out, they are able to have people say things who've never said it. And they're able, you can look at the person saying it, but that is all technology that does that. So we're living in a time that unless there is a spirit of truth inside of you, you have a hard time detecting it. You know, you could see something and you feel in yourself the witness. I don't know. This is not right. I don't know why, but it's not right. I know it is, you see what you see, you hear what you hear, but I feel myself. It's not right. And that's the spirit of truth protecting you, guarding you. And so I want to charge you today. Let this live in you. No lie, but the truth. No, I will not be deceived. And James is, is, is the, one of the natural brothers of the Lord Jesus. And he says in verse 16 um, of James chapter one, do not be deceived, my beloved children. Friends, I really feel if there's any cautioning that we as the saints need to hear from above, it is do not be deceived. Because today the world is rife with deception if only truth you get in this life comes from what you watch on TV, you may really be deceived because the world can portray something as beautiful. Oh, they can portray somebody indulging in immorality outside of marriage or in adultery or idolatry, where they just go shopping and buy and they make it look all so beautiful, but their whole lives are driven with the lust of getting things. Or their lives are driven to be unloyal, unfaithful to their spouse, affecting much pain, especially for the children, in the lust of self-indulgence for another person. And all of these things that portray it in movies and everything as if this is what you want when the wages of sin is such a painful death, folks. Not just the death of that marriage or the death of your own soul as you destroy it with immorality. Folks, it is painful. The price you pay for sin is always much greater than the enjoyment that it promises you. And sin will never reward you in the end. It will always destroy you in the end. And so do not be deceived. It says here in First Corinthians chapter six, starting at verse nine. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, that's the word pornography. Pornography, fornication, same thing. You see, folks, when you live addicted to pornography, it doesn't go away by old age. I've had men talk to me who were in their 70s and were still tormenting themselves and couldn't break free from it because they were in that grip of, of pornography. And I feel such pity and grief and compassion and love for them that they're suffering when they have had a form of Christianity but have never come to experience the power of it, setting them free from such things. And folks, I promise you, I promise you, you can live completely free from these things, totally free, that you shun it from within. No, 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 no. no. And if somebody would look at you and say, do you? And you go, no. No, I, I can't boast in myself. I can only boast in Jesus. But no, I couldn't bear to go there. I, I couldn't bear to do it. I couldn't. Why not? You're living in that freedom. And that freedom is so powerful inside of you. You couldn't bear the thought of going back to it. It's unclean. It's unholy. You honestly can live in such a beautiful freedom. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. But don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, idolaters, Adulterers, adultery is such a cruel deception. It makes that other person that is not yours so attractive to you that everything that maybe where you're wanting or needing or desiring is being pulled upon to be unloyal and unfaithful and untrue to your own heart as well as to your spouse. Adultery is a very cruel, cruel deception. And the Lord is able to keep you from falling and present you without the fault in the presence of His glory. Jude says in verse 24, you really can live free from adultery. And oh, I am so grateful the Lord's kept me. Oh, the Lord's kept me. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I praise Him. I tell you, I've not been without temptation in my life. But I am so grateful. I know I have a high priest in heaven who can sympathize with my weaknesses. For he was tempted in every way like me without failure, without sin. And he is able to help me according to Uh, Hebrews 2 verse 17 18 and Hebrews 4 verse 15 16 oh I just worship the Lord Jesus for having kept me and having been my Joshua who conquered all the giants that came against my heart with lustful or pornography or uncleanness and these thoughts would come like monsters when I was younger and Jesus conquered them all in me he is my David he is the hero he is the stone that destroyed the enemy's head and crushed it under my feet I am so grateful Jesus has fought for me and I'm sitting here to his praise and glory and every day he keeps me every day I stay close to him to be kept folks I don't boast myself and myself believe me I would not dare because I know my Redeemer lives but he is able to set you free from the deception of, of fornication idolatry adulterous homosexuals sodomites Oh, God would live, would have a joy for you in Him that is beyond what those things can promise you. Thieves, covetous, drunkards—I know drunkenness. My goodness, can be such a cruel master, and it holds you in its grip by demanding you you yield to its wills and wants. But drunkards will not inherit the kingdom. You you cannot live in it and and enjoy the powers of of God. You can't do both. And I've seen the Lord Jesus set people totally free from it. And believe me, you can be free from reviling, extortioning. And he says, now look at this, verse 11 of 1 Corinthians 6. But such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. You were washed. You were washed. You were washed. All oh, the Lord Jesus can wash you clean from all deception. The deception is, oh, I have to have this. Oh, I gotta have this. I must have this. That's the deception. I, if I have this, I'm happy. That is the deception. And it drives you It's like Goliath coming, who are you? And I will, I will, I will, you know, it deceives you. It says it has power over you and it's got you and you can't escape it and you are its prisoner but there's a mighty giant slaying power called Jesus Christ of Nazareth and he will slay these giants in your life that hold you in deception that you must submit to their control and that you must do what it desires. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, if you abide in my word, if you keep listening to my word, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And then the people said, what do you mean set free? We've never been anybody's slaves. And Jesus says, he who sins is a slave of sin and a slave will not abide in the house forever but the son, but whom the son sets free will be free indeed, he says there in verse 33 of John 8. Oh, my dear friends, Jesus, Jesus will conquer every giant in your life. He is your Joshua that takes you into the promised, eternal, heavenly, holy life in which he lives in heaven by his Spirit at work in you, liberating you from every monster that holds you in bondage to deception that I can't change and I can't stop this and I can't walk free from this and I can't stop this. Jesus, 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 he, is your lord and savior amen have a good day